Hello, my name is Katie Indy Crow. I am an earth-walking, soul-talking crow person. In other words, a psychopomp. This podcast is a collection of my best stories, earned whilst out on the road, taking care of the planet and guiding the souls who live here. Come on in. Here's some of my psychopomp stories. The Titanic is a story that has captured the imagination and the hearts and the interests of people all around the world since it happened. We all agree that it is an absolute tragedy that 1,500 people made their crossing that night and that it was in large part a result of a lack of safety equipment. As life and alignments would have it, I found myself living smack dab in the middle of two Titanic cemeteries. As things turned out, I was summoned by those souls to the cemetery to learn things about the Titanic and to do my best to support healing of the energy rift created by the incident and, of course, to support safe crossing. In the course of getting to know the souls of the Titanic, which I consider to be one of the great honors of my life, I also received a lot of their teachings. And so in this psychopomp story, I tell you a little bit about what it was like to get to know the souls of the Titanic. And I relay to you the powerful teachings that they shared with me about the power of returning home and the loyalty of souls to support one another in crossing. And also what is the value of their unfinished business? Because trust me when I tell you, some of them believe that there is some. If you're interested in hearing a little bit more about the souls of the Titanic and what they taught me, it would be my pleasure to tell you this story. I call this one Meeting the Souls of the Titanic. My name is Katie Indy Crow. I am a psychopomp, and these are my stories. I first became aware that I was living in proximity to these very special Titanic sites by what seemed like an accident. One day after moving into my new neighborhood, I decided to go out walking just to see what was around. And after looking at a map, I had seen that, ah, how coincidental, me, a psychopomp living between these two large old cemeteries that contain some of the oldest graves that are in the region. So, of course, I went and I started exploring. As I was making my way through the graveyards and just checking to see if there were any souls or anybody calling that I was able to support, I found myself being drawn to a particular corner. So I went over to that corner, and as I was approaching, I saw that there was a sign, and that sign, as I got close enough to read it, said, this is the resting place of people of the Titanic. And I thought, well, holy jumpins, I didn't even know that these people were here. And so as I made my way up to the people of the Titanic, I felt myself going to an even more deep ceremonial space, which is one of my indications that the souls or that there are souls nearby who are seeking communication with me. As I allowed myself to connect into my ceremonial state, I became very aware of the presence of many of the people 
who were connected to that Titanic crossing. Some of them were the people who were buried at that site. Some of them were people who were buried at the other site. And some of the rest of them were people who had made their crossing while they were still at the ocean and who had not been able to be removed from the sea. And so all of a sudden, I found myself being communicated with by, I guess, a collective representation of the survivors of the Titanic. And in our communication, they said, you know, we as a group of people are in the process of making our journey home. And we have some unfinished business and we have some lessons that we would like to teach humanity. And we were wondering if we could have your help. And although I didn't know it at the time, the agreement that I made, which I thought might take, you know, six months, eight months, has spanned several years of my life. And so if you happen to be a YouTube person and you are listening in, I'm putting together a little slideshow of the story that goes along with this that contains images of the grave sites, contains images of some of the ceremonies that I had done, and just a little bit of a visual representation of this story. Getting to know the people of the Titanic has been something that I have been doing quietly and in great reverence and respect for their souls for quite some time, and it is with their permission that I come forward today to tell these stories. The very first thing that came up as important was to make sure that in this process of crossing and restoration that women and children went first. One of the things that happened when the Titanic went down is that many women and children also did too. And that is considered an atrocity by many of the souls who were involved. And that includes the ones who were able to make their way to shore and to continue to live their life. The people of the Titanic, whether they went down on that particular day, on that April night, early morning, or whether they did go on to continue on, many of them did remain connected in soul form by this incident because it is something that fundamentally shaped their lives. And it is also that something that has continued to be held in the public spotlight for many, many years. And so what that has done is that it has continued to create the power sometimes positively and sometimes negatively that have been associated with it. And one of the main things that has become a touch point of sorrow in all of this, of course, is what happened to the women and the children. And so very important to the souls who are there is that as I started making the journeys, you know, through the Atlantic Ocean, of which I did about seven, to Southampton, to England, to to Ireland, to New York, I made sure that I called forth and repatriated those people first. And in so doing, that helped to release the grief that was associated with that happening to all of the other people. And it also helped support some of the men who felt that that was their right to, or their job, sorry, to see these people off and to make sure that they did get home safety. It allowed them to find some peace also because they felt guilt, many of them, for this happening, even though it wasn't a lot of the individuals who wound up having their lives lost in that particular moment's fault what happened. In fact, most of the people whose fault it was were nowhere near the, the shipwreck. <laughs> you know, those cost-cutting measures. And 
they felt very guilty for in their afterlife and at, at the point of crossing for not being able to do what they felt was their job. And so one of the main things that was able to produce a positive crossing impact for these souls was making sure that we retrieved the souls of the women and the children, making sure that we brought them to their final crossing point so that they were able to regain uh, their peace with the rest of themselves and so that the men who considered it their unfinished business that they never saw the wives and children go home now did see that so that they themselves could also cross over and many families will cross together so they as collectives were able to continue their journey on which then of course would do things like facilitate healing in their real life material genetic line and lineage and kinship group but also would allow those souls to be released from a connection point to the depression that became the energy of the titanic one of the things about being such a well-remembered incident is that the titanic is a well-remembered incident and at least once a year in april there is a resurgence in interest in that crossing and there's a resurgence in interest in the people who were there and that is a double-edged sword in some ways it is powerful to be remembered and I know that the people of the Titanic are pleased in that safety standards were put into place after they crossed. However, at the same time, there are people who were caught up in what is a net of grief who were unable to move on from the collective energy that became almost like a wall, like a bubble around the Titanic, around the people and around the incident in whole. Vibration has a lot to do with the impacting of crossing. And so one of the things that I do as a psychopomp is I go to places where there have been difficult things occur that would impact people from being able to disentangle themselves from it in order to make their journey back home. And so that includes going to places of war and going to places where big explosions have happened and in this case, going to a place that was a final resting place that is associated with a really sad happening and working to lift the grief there. One of the things that is important to note about the Titanic in Halifax is that this is a pilgrimage site too. So there is a bus pretty much parked 24-7 at one of these graveyards. And there is a lineup of people who are there to take pictures and to ooh and ah and to talk about and think about the tragedy that was the Titanic. And so while it is important to be remembered, there is also this other thing where people consistently go to this place to dump their grief there. And that, in a way, can have, like I was saying, an effect of creating a net on the souls. And so a big part of the, one of my jobs that I did was to unhinge and unhook the grief net and to remove it. And part of that is also telling this story. You know, there were people who were on the Titanic who were vibrant people and they were in the midst of a journey in their lives. Some people were running from something that was dangerous. Some people were on a pilgrimage. Some people were in the process of bringing sacred implements and artifacts to the new world. These were people whose journeys were a lot more than what that crossing point failure in the in material form was these are people who were on a mission these are people who are real life people and as we remember them i think one of the better ways that we are able to celebrate them is to think about that and to remember their lives 
and to maybe inject our curiosity into things like, hmm, I wonder what they were doing in their crossings. Because another thing that shows up very clearly to me with the people of the Titanic is that a lot of them are not ready to go yet because there is indeed a lot more to their story and a lot of what people could call unfinished business. Unfinished business is something that you will hear me talk a lot about because it's a primary thing that people who walk souls think about. Unfinished business really is just that. It is the things that you think are important that your soul needs to finish before it is able to unify and move on. So sometimes unfinished business can be like the example I told you earlier. There were several men who were associated with the crossing who wanted to see the women and children cross over first before they would allow their souls to release the incident. That is one beautiful, admirable example. Another example is somebody who was violently injured or who had something extremely negative happen and the person went free. A lot of the time they will stick around until that person seeks their sees their justice. Another form of unfinished business can come in the form of being strongly dedicated to a cause, being strongly dedicated to completing a task, and feeling that you must absolutely stick around until you see its end. And so this is where the Titanic unfinished business thing becomes very interesting. People might be familiar with various conspiracy theories that are going around right now, such as the Titanic may or may not have been a different ship. I'm not so sure about that one, but I do know that the line of ships that the Titanic came from have had a number of unfortunate incidences, including one to do with the Atlantic, which I will talk about at a later time. That is another ship that is related to the same line that has a very close connection to Nova Scotia. And it was all women and children that went on down with that one. So that's a rough one. The particular Titanic crossing, as the people show it to me, did contain specific artifacts that were very important to the story of humanity. And as I understand it, there were more artifacts and pieces of the story that got saved off of the boat and that were brought to shore than we are currently aware of. Some of those artifacts are being held for safety, and I think that people will reveal them whenever it is time, or perhaps as generations hand them on, they will be put to the public. But others, I do believe, and this is what the souls are showing me, were taken for greed. What those particular artifacts were, and what their impact were, I have my guesses, and I do think it had to do with religion. And I am not going to speculate any further than to say that I do believe that because so much other positive energy is moving around with the healing of the souls of the Titanic, that whatever it is that these souls seek to be shown to the public will eventually be shown. Because although we do believe that the metaphysical and the material are separated, they are not. And one of the reasons why souls are something that we should pay attention to and something that we should you know, be aware of is that they will try to show us things. They will try to help us. They will try to support us in the discovery of whatever it is path that we are on. And in the case of the souls of the Titanic, I do believe that they are speaking to us and I do believe that they have more to say and that it is up to us to continue listening on. The final thing that I think is important to talk about when telling the story of the Titanic, at least for this round, is 
one of the final wishes that the people relayed to me, and that is that many of them had in their heart and their soul the true wish to be repatriated home, back to the shores that they came from. And that was important to them for a number of reasons. One, because they wanted to be buried near their kin. Two, because when your soul is born into a region, that's the path through the stars that it knows, and it is also the path out. Although souls do have the ability to find other paths, especially if they meet the proper psychopomp, it can be confusing and scary to get lost. And this is part of why people implicitly always want to be buried close to home. One of the things that I did as a psychopomp in this case was I brought these people back to the places that they called home. And in ceremony, I did bring them to their own gates that would have been the gates that they would have crossed at had they met their final moments in the space of their ancestors. And that was emotional and powerful and beautiful to me, and I'm grateful I got to do that. On that note, because home was so important to so many of them, and because their souls really did and still do feel that connection there, that it would be highly appropriate for people in their home regions to start thinking about them and to commemorate them and to celebrate them in their own ways. April is coming, and perhaps this year, to lay a wreath or to think about the positivity of receiving these people and them finishing their journey is a powerful way to start raising the vibration of the memory of the Titanic, and also to do the things that their souls think is important, which is to commemorate them back where they came from. And in that case, to celebrate that they have, in fact, completed their soul's journey and that those that remain hanging on are doing so by choice and in the knowledge that once they're on finished business and once that information comes out they will also continue to get to go home as this part of the story begins to make its way to its natural conclusion i prepare to wrap up the Titanic is anything but a closed book. The Titanic is anything but a finished story. And the Titanic is something that I do believe we are going to continue to learn more about. I do plan to continue my work with the Titanic with a journey to New York coming in a few weeks. And I will do my best to record any film or video that I can at the time. And if I do come up with more, I will come back and tell more stories. For now, I send a heartfelt thank you to the souls of the Titanic, and I want them to know that I appreciate all that they told me, and I also appreciate them giving me the permission to tell this story. I know that the Titanic means a lot to a lot of people, and that in their hearts, the idea that so many met their end in such an unfortunate way was a huge weight. It was for me, too. And I will tell you that as a psychopomp, I have done my very best to treat these people with dignity and to give them all of the love and support that they would require so that they would be able to heal from the fragmentation that occurred in those moments and to continue to carry on because that for me is what it is all about. Thank you so much for listening to this story about the Titanic. If you are new to this page or podcast, please give me a like and a subscribe help support me in telling more of these stories. I appreciate you being here. I am honored by your presence. More from me soon. Katie Indycrow.